Welcome to the Dear Single Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Clarion Brown. Come on in. Let's have some good old mom chat where we will laugh, cry, and girl, maybe even sing together at times. In this podcast, we will be discussing dating God's way, sex, yes girl, even sex, and how to abstain while single entrepreneurship, co-parenting, and many more topics. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode, Dear Sing Mom. And as always, I always, always have a special treat in store for you guys, just simply because not every single mother is an entrepreneur. Some of us are career-oriented women and that we don't have that ambition to become an entrepreneur or um, is already in entrepreneurship, but there are some single mothers out there who are career-oriented and who are just fine in working their nine-to-fives. And so on today, I have with me a dear friend of mine that we met, what was it, last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we met last year um, through a mutual group of ours um, on Facebook. Actually, I've met a lot of my guests through social media. Wow, it's amazing how God has worked through social media. But today I have with me Kendra Jackson Smith. She is a career woman that gives God glory and her daughter credit for her accomplishments. After getting pregnant at the age of 19 and not knowing to do with what to do with her life, she decided to become a CNA. And a CNA is a certified nursing assistant for those who don't know. After finding a passion and a love for helping people, she climbed the career ladder while managing her household to go on to earn a certificate in practical nursing in 2010 an associate's degree in nursing in 2013, a bachelor's degree in nursing in 2016, and a master's degree in nursing specializing in education in 2018, and doctorate is to be announced. Wow. Um, Kendra and her daughter, Shaylee, have been best friends throughout this time of development together. Homework, travel, accomplishments, defeats, they have both experienced together and they have both grown through the process. Wow. Just, I know that for me is super. Interesting. So ladies, please help me virtual welcome to Miss Kendra Jackson Smith. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm humbled. Oh no. Thank you so much for, <laughs> for being a part of the show um just reading your um bio is super encouraging because i myself right now i'm currently a cna who mm-hmm. um, desires to actually climb the ladder in nursing as well so that is super encouraging so i'm so excited to hear your story um because i know that this is just not only going to bless me but to bless so many other mothers out there who want to um start a career you know again entrepreneurship and everybody doesn't want to do entrepreneurship so I'm super 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 duper excited I'm just going to open a quick word of prayer and I'm just going to let you just Lord okay um Lord God we just thank you for 
this opportunity. We thank you for this gathering. Just thank you and we bless you for this connection, oh God, and that as Kendra tells her story and speaks, Almighty God, may you speak through her. May you give her words. May we both decrease and may you increase in the both of us so that our life will be changed, oh God. Even if it's just one life that hears this episode, oh God, may their lives be changed, Almighty God. May you stir up new ambition. May you connect them to the right people. May you give them new dreams, new visions, Almighty God. And may you give them that push right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Just use us. Use this podcast for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So just tell us, you you had your daughter, Shaylee, at the age of 19. What Mm -hmm. kept you going to get this Um, high? (laughs) Um, Really, it was her. Just because, you know, being young... And sometimes when you feel alone, you just feel like you have to do something to give your kid the best life. Right. Um, and I really didn't even want to be a nurse before I got pregnant. Oh, wow. It just so happened. My family was like, well, just try this. And so that was why I said, well, let me be a CNA first before I jump into school. But once I just saw that love for people, seeing them get better, um, that was what really pushed me. And then just kind of coming into contact with my instructors and other nurses, seeing how their lives were, that's what kind of pushed me just to keep going. Um, If it was up to me, I wish I could have just went straight for my master's, but being a single mom, sometimes you have to take those baby steps. Right. Um, So that way it does make it more manageable for your household. But yeah, but being a career woman really was not my aim. And at 19, I was still a baby and didn't know what it was, but my daughter definitely made me, sit down and have to focus about okay what am I going to do to make sure that we both have a great life right right wow yes yeah, you said you said that sometimes we have to take those steps to make it more manageable mm-hmm. for our lives and um I think that that's so good because um there are some single mothers who just think that it's just going to um happen overnight Mm -hmm. but once you have that child literally everything changes Mm -hmm. all of your plans are literally wrecked now it's like okay well now I have to go back to the drawing board so I think that that's very important that um the women listening to this episode just you know take your time make it work for you over school aren't going anywhere and definitely not in healthcare field jobs not going anywhere um, yes. at all so just definitely take time. so Kendra, what are some of the obstacles um that you faced while being a single mother and going through school because you got your CNA um mm-hmm. which is not long what then well I know for me it was just about a month how long was that yeah. program yeah about a month same for yeah, you yeah but I think it's about four or five weeks yeah yeah what were some of the obstacles that you endured, especially while in nursing school? Because nursing school is no joke. Um, the biggest thing was sleep because <laughs> yeah. uh, I did have to still work full time because I have had my own apartment and then getting my house through the whole experience. So balancing school plus my daughter plus household and work and everything was just it was very difficult at first. Um, but in the beginning, I only lived like about a mile away from my parents. So that is what made it manageable. Okay. Um, but I did rely on government resources in the beginning. So I did have my daycare vouchers. I had my WIC. I had everything I needed. So that way I could work at least as much as possible. Um, 
So, yeah, but that is the biggest thing is time management. Right, time management. Wow. Yeah. Um. So now let me ask you, if you don't mind asking, are you still on government assistance? I'm not. I've been off of it Praise since I got God. my LPN. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So I want to share that with you guys and just point that out to you that even though that you start at that place, that is not going to be that way forever it's just a temporary season because even myself i am on WIC, my kids are on medicaid and um i get food stamps every month but the thing that i tell myself is that oh this season is just temporary every time i go into mm-hmm. the WIC office every time i have to reapply for food stamps this is just a temporary season for me so even just hearing you say that is just really encouraging to me because you got it after your um LPN which was back in 2010 and now mm-hmm. here we are 10 years later and you're no longer on it so ladies there is a way out <laughs> there's a way out <laughs> government assistance does not have to be forever but you have to make up in your mind that this is not going to be forever and that there is um a way out so now by you being a single mother now um, and mm-hmm. you are full on into your career. You have your master's specialized in education. What are some of the things that you still find difficult to deal with being a career oriented woman and you are an educator for a nursing program? How is that now for you? Um, the biggest thing is still time. Just a lot because my daughter, she is now 11. Um, everyone told me at this age, that was when your kid was going to kind of detach from you when they start going through pre-puberty, but mine is becoming more clingy. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like every, every single school activity, anything going on, like she wants me right there with her. And so I would say that's the biggest thing that gets to me is just when she does have something going on and I can't take off work. Um, my job, they try and be as flexible as possible, but I do have to go like to the hospital or nursing homes with my students. So on those days, if something's going on, I don't have that flexibility. So that is one big thing that does get to me. And with it just being me and her, um, because our family does live in another state, there's really no one even to take my place if I can't be there. So it's really time. And then if I maybe come home and still have work to do, um, it kind of takes away from my time with her. But I think because I've been going through this for her whole life, my daughter has also grown up to be very independent. It's even as when I'll come home and she already has dinner cooked for the both of us. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or I'll come (laughs) home and she's like, mom, I have this big homework project, but I know that you have, you usually do work on this day. So I thought we could do our work together. So it's like a lot of stuff. Like she is like my team player. That is why I do call her my best friend. Um, But I do have to take that hat off sometimes and discipline her. But for the most part, we do have like, a team going on in our house which I love and she's only 11 years old and already has mm-hmm. dinner ready that is amazing that um <laughs> because I think that sometimes even raising um young women um and girls to be um women I think that an important aspect is independence mm-hmm. you know not so much of independence of you know in a prideful or arrogant way but I think that's important for us because we both have girls to raise them up for that independence mm-hmm, because she's only 11 and already having dinner cooked at home. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's a super um, strength um, for you. Wow, that that's really amazing. So let me ask you this. So 
if there was a single mother that came to you and just said, I just have absolutely no idea what to do. I don't know where to start. I just pretty much have just given up all my dreams because I'm a single mother. I, you know, um, I don't really have that much support. How can I still be able to go to pursue my dreams? Um, whether it be, um, you know, entrepreneurship or even if in a case for someone who wants to be in a career, mm-hmm. a career, what would you say to that single mother? I would just say at least take the first step. Because mm-hmm. I know if I never took that first step to become a CNA, I wouldn't have become a nurse mm-hmm. at all. At least take that first step and then see where God guides you. Because I know when I was at the point where I became a CNA, I was raised in a church, but I wasn't living my Christian life at the time. Mm -hmm. And God still ordered my path through my family. So still, whatever is in your heart, whatever your passion is, do that first step. And if that's what's meant for you, whether you're talking to God or not, he's still going to lead your path for it to work out for you. Um, So at least don't be scared for that. And then once you have that first step, go to the second one. And it might take years in between. Like we said, sometimes it does take steps. Right. But at least if you're taking one step at a time, do that. Because if you don't at least go out on that first step, it's never going to get done. Um, even if you can't do it 100%, do what you can. Say if you know that you need to take prerequisites for a certain um, degree you want to get, but you can only do one class per semester, just do that one class per semester. Um, If you know you want to take this class for this business, say you want to be a health coach, start with your certification, Um, but at least do something. So don't just sit there and contemplate about everything that could go wrong, because at the end of the day, there's always something that could go wrong. Um, Something can happen to your kids. Something can happen where you have to go back home, live with your parents. But try and just erase what could go wrong and strive to at least get that first step out there. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's so good. I think that um, something that you said is just just do it. You you have mm-hmm. to your mindset. You can't be stuck in this mindset. The Bible tells us to remove to renew our minds daily. And so I think that and even me personally, um, um, for me, I literally had to once I had my daughter, I literally had to and you know, the same way as you I literally had to shift my mindset and okay, I can no longer do the things that I used to do. Because now I have someone who's looking at me or someone who's depending on me. Mm-hmm. And That's even good. though I'm not a nurse yet or certified, my daughter is even saying, Oh, mommy, you're a nurse. Oh, mommy, mm-hmm. I want I want to be a nurse. And so it's so impactful that even when you think that maybe they're not noticing or paying attention. They really are. And my daughter's only five. Mm-hmm. She's only five. So I can imagine what it would be like once she gets older and is still continuously seeing me push. So if you don't do it, even for the ladies that's listening, even if you don't do it for yourself, do it for your kids because they're watching you. You don't yeah. think that they are, but children, they grasp and they pay attention to everything. Yeah, like they just soak up mm-hmm. stuff like a sponge, and so just step out on faith, like she said, take that first step and just do it. I know it's going not going to be easy, um, but just do it. And in certain fields, like I know for us in the healthcare field, CNA, very easy to get. If you're here in Georgia, they have 
um, federal grant programs that will pay for you to go and get your certification as a nursing assistant. And you can work um, through a um, home care facility or company mm-hmm. or even a, um, a nursing home or something like that just to make extra money but just start somewhere there's um human resource certifications i mean it's so many resources out there for us and some of them are not always physical classes you know sometimes Mm -hmm. you can do stuff online that you can go to and um another thing can just say you know take your time it doesn't have to be rushed um it doesn't and this is also a good reminder me as again every time I do my episodes I also take in things too so it's not just just going here and say I know this I know that hey I'm learning just along with you guys and taking in information and writing down this stuff as well but take your time don't beat yourself up when stuff doesn't go your way or when you know life has a shift and you have to do things a little bit differently don't get discouraged you know the Bible also tells us that those who endure to the end, they shall be saved. So keep going, keep fighting um, for your dreams and your career. And um, Kendra, so mm-hmm. this this doctorate, what is going on with that? Because that that's just really super encouraging, if you don't mind sharing that with us. I will. I did want to kind of go back for just a second about when you were talking about how yeah, our yeah. kids watch us, because that was a very yeah. good point. Um, I can speak for myself with everything I've gone through. Like, you know, my daughter's 11. I know we're all single moms on here. My daughter's probably started about five businesses. Wow. She probably wants to go to college for about 10 different things. Yeah. But <laughs> whatever she does, I encourage her. Right. And then also with that, even with all the businesses that she started, like they really haven't gone anywhere. But I am still her number one investor. But the big thing with that is we do have to dream for our kids. Mm. Um, how, a lot, how a lot of times we said as single mothers, we may be scared to get go out and pursue our dreams. But if we hold that back, our kids see that. Like you said, everything that we do, our kids see and they end up doing. Right. So if you're holding back your dreams and your passions, they're going to grow up like that. Mm-hmm. They're not going to dream. They're only going to see the bare minimum. Go out there and fail. Like I'm telling you, like you said, um, some of us are also entrepreneurial minded. I am. I have not had a successful business yet. And that's okay. But because my daughter see me taking that step out, she's also not afraid. Right. So yeah. by you taking that step, even if you don't reach your goal 100%, that's still going to give your kids the confidence to also step out and pursue their dreams as they grow up. So um, I just thought that was very big because um, I have a lot of friends who are also single moms. They may be back home in Ohio or um, they're just very scared. They'll call me like, I want to do this. I see you doing that. And I want to. And I'm like, well, hey, come with me. Let me bring you on board with me. Let me mentor you. Right. But they're too scared. Mm. And so and it's like, and I've told them the same thing, like your kids are watching you. They need you to step out on faith so that way they can have that faith when they grow up. Right. Um, so it is very important. So don't be afraid of failure because your kids also need to know that it is OK to fail as long as you come back from it. Right. Right. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And fear will literally. Fear will literally have you not do anything and you wake Mm -hmm. up and realize it's been 10 years since I have accomplished anything it's been 10 15 20 years since I have um actually went for my dreams fear will have you crippled 
literally mm-hmm. in that place of comfortability and there's no room for growth when you're comfortable so yes if you want to be a career oriented person you have to go back to school yes there's going to be a lot of late nights Yes, they're going to have to take some sacrifices, but in the end, you have to think about it. Okay, well, my child and my children are watching me. You know, they're looking at me, and I know in the end, this is all going to pay off because, like Kendra said, she was living in an apartment. She now has her own home that you own, correct? Mm -hmm. That she owns and is also working on she has her master's specialized in education and doing all of this while being a single mother from the age of 19. And so if that doesn't encourage you, I don't know what can encourage you, but fear will literally have you crippled and stuck in a place. And before you know it, you wake up and so much time has gone past. It's like, well, what happened? And unfortunately, mm-hmm. some people, like that where their parents were like that and they were stuck and unfortunately their children happened I happened to come across them my years of growing up had the same minds for the same way mm-hmm. and just thought that the bare minimum working for 725-750 was fine and being on yep. government assistance for the rest of their life was fine and unfortunately because it was the mindset that they saw from their parents so I don't know if that should, if that will push you or not, but if you have that mindset, like Kendra said, your children are going to have the same mindset. So if that doesn't push you enough, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what would. Um, wow, this was really so good and so um, encouraging. Um, I know I mentioned, and I'm not sure, you know, please tell me if you don't wish to talk about it, but about your doctorate. And yeah, that's like the last. Is that is that the last level that you're? Going it to? is. Yeah. Wow. So, mm-hmm. like, what can you tell us a little bit about that? Um. Well, I actually first thought about getting my doctoral when I was at my graduation for my master's degree because there mm-hmm. were some doctoral graduates then. Now I'm just thinking, like, that would sound so good on my name, right? Um. So I I was gonna like go ahead and apply as soon as I got done with my master's, but God was just telling me no. Um, so every now and then I just kind of pray about it. Not really that often, but I know it's something in my future. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing from God right now is going to happen after I get married. Oh, so, wow. yeah. Yeah. So it's something I'm just waiting on right now. So right. I know it's going to come in the future because I do have a passion to get that terminal degree. Cause with that terminal degree, which is the, the, basically the highest level, mm-hmm. my, like I have good options now for my career, but that just basically opens up everything in terms of nursing yeah um so that's really that's the goal and it might just be to put those letters on my name I'm not yeah. sure <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it does sound good when you call yourself a doctor right um but I mean it's something I want and I believe our heavenly father he wants to give us those things that we would enjoy in life so even though it will be something I will have to work for um what I did here when I got an answer was wait until I'm married mm-hmm. so that way I know when I do go back to school and I do have a husband he'll be able to be at the home with me and Shaylee and so it'll be better balance so it's coming I'm not going to stress about it when that time comes around it'll come and we'll get it then yeah Matt that's so good um something that that you said you know I'm, I'm really just in here soaking this all in too um but 
um, the Bible says that God will give us, give you exceedingly mm -hmm. abundantly above all you can think, ask, or even imagine. And so just thinking about that, something that you said, it was like, oh, you know, if you desire that, then God will give that to you mm -hmm. because the Bible also says that he will give you the desire. He will give you the desires of your heart. So That's even if that is something that you desire and right now is not looking like it's happening, man, I'm telling you this perfect timing. For example, and I'm I'm gonna give my example. Mm -hmm. I applied to um this school here in Atlanta for um for nursing and um I got all the way to the financial aid process and I was like yes this is it God I'm finally going to be entering into a nursing program this is great blase blase and the whole time I'm sitting with the lady in the financial aid office there was absolutely no peace and I could just mm -hmm. hear God saying no not this one not here not this one and so I ended up just shutting everything down I was like man God it was looking real good like what happened and a couple of months later I find out that the school here in Atlanta was actually going to be closing oh wow because they did not um from what I um, heard because they didn't have enough enrollment and so mm -hmm. I'm like I would have been amongst those students who had started took out all of those loans to start a school and now the school is closing now what mm -hmm. you know and so I was like well praise God there's a reason why we think sometimes things being denied from us is like a curse but sometimes it's really a blessing in disguise yeah. that you just have to see it from a different view. Again, shift your mind to say, okay, God, maybe it didn't work out this time. All right, what's next? I'm pick myself up. What you want me to do next? You have to have that mindset. You have to keep pushing and you have to um, depend on God for, um, for, the, for these things. Seek out yeah. wisdom. He'll give you wisdom. Ask him to send you the right people um, through you and to you to be able to help you because we can't do it by ourselves. Even Jesus had a whole community you know, with him. So we can't do it by ourselves. And so, um, Kendra, you know, just last thing, is there anything else you want to say um, to encourage the ladies that are listening to this and they just feel like they're just completely stuck you know what what do you want to say mm -hmm. to share with these ladies um there's really two points I want to give mm -hmm. I think one we've kind of talked about already is don't be afraid to fail I think that's like the biggest one I think that kind of puts people in their place where they're afraid to move forward is that they're afraid, afraid it's not going to work out or they're afraid they're going to fail. Um, you know, nursing, just because that's basically all I know from my career, is everyone knows how hard nursing school is. Right. So a lot of my students going with this, it's like this idea, like I'm just going to be the best nursing student ever, get straight A's, and then they get their first C or D on the test and they're like, oh, I'm going to drop out because they're afraid of failing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just the biggest thing. Failure does not mean defeat. Failure does not mean you cannot come back from it. Absolutely. Like being transparent, I failed a nursing class. I failed one going through my master's program. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had to retake it. I kept moving forward. Um, but if you always allow fear to get in the way, you're not going to get anywhere in life. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, there's been 
there's been two different businesses I've tried to start. Neither one of them have worked out how I saw, mm-hmm. but I still retain everything that I learned in the process from right. learning about starting it up, the people I'm supposed to work with. So all that is still ingested in me. So that way I know when I do get to that point where I can become a successful entrepreneur, I still have that knowledge from those first two businesses right. to put me in a place where it'll be successful when it is that time. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So just because those businesses technically did fail, I still took something away. I still learned from it. Just like you would a relationship. Right. Like whenever you have a failed relationship, what do you take away from it to be better in the next one? Um, so I, that would be the first point. I would say the second one is um, self-care. Mm-hmm. That's something that has taken me a very long time to learn as a single mother because we get stuck in our kids, kids our kids, our kids, mm-hmm. and that's it. And we forget all about ourselves. I was literally in school for 10 years. And I can promise you, I probably took care of myself about 5% of that time. And when I came out of my master's program, it took me, like, I actually ended up going to the hospital afterwards because my body was just that far just gone. And I was, like, I was sick. I had a stroke on my 30th birthday. Oh, wow. Um, Thank God I recovered fully from it. Yes, thank God. People don't recover from that sometimes. Yes, I I fully recovered. But that is something I tell my students. um, Because I did used to tell people, when you're going through school, have tunnel vision, don't worry about anything else. Mm -hmm. That's not true. You have to think about yourself. You have to take time out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the best you, if you're at your worst, you can't do anything for your kids. You can't do anything for your household. You right. have to be your best you in order for you to be effective right, yeah. in whatever field you want to go into. So take care of yourself. Um, like right now in quarantine, my daughter is actually not here with me. Um, I took this chance for her to go spend some extra time with her dad and mm-hmm. my mom back home. So I'm taking this time really to focus on me, even though I'm still working to get right. extra rest and I have to do my nails in the house, unfortunately, but do my yeah. nails in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but just that time to take to have my own quiet, peaceful time. Right. So yeah. you have to take that time out for yourself so that way you can be your best you for your kids and your career or your business, whatever it is. Right. Absolutely. You know what? I don't think that there's anything more than I can say or to add on to that because she nailed it head on. Um, even if, well, I do have this, even if it's, if you go back to school and you do a great job in that semester, take yourself out and say, Hey, I did the best that I could mm-hmm. take yourself out. It's like even little simple things like that. I had a friend of mine, he said this to me one time, he said, um, and this really shifted my mind. He said, no matter how much you make on your paycheck, do something for you every paycheck. Yes. And I was like, Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it's just going to go get your favorite candy, your favorite dessert, um, taking yourself out, depending on what your budget is, going to go get your nails, hair done, your eyebrows arched, whatever, do something for you, no matter how much it costs, because mm-hmm. at least in your lifetime, you'll get in the habit of taking care of you. Yes. So, wow. I think that was so, so good. Um, Kendra, please tell the ladies if they want to be able to follow you and to just get more inspiration from, how can they reach out to you or just be able to just connect with you or follow you? All right. I would say the best way is through Facebook. And my name on Facebook is Kendra Shanae. My last name is spelled S-H-A-N-A-I. Um, I'm also on Instagram under Kendra Shanae, but I really don't post on there. Okay. Um, so <laughs> Facebook is, <laughs> don't ask me why. 
Uh, I think I just over the past however many years, but right. Facebook is just the main way where um, where I post that. So Kendra Shanae on Facebook. Okay. Oh wow. And also, if you would like to reach out to me, if you would um, have any suggestions for topics um, to sow a seed into this podcast. Um, or even you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can reach me um, via Instagram at Dear Single Mom Podcast on Instagram and also through my Facebook page at Dear Single Mom. If you would, you know, just would like to reach out, um, if this blessed you, please share your testimony. If this encouraged you, please. And if any way that you know, because I've been going through this process for about 10 years myself. Um, Kendra has a lot of experience as well with actually going through the program. You know, don't hesitate to reach out to us and ask us questions. We're mm-hmm. not going to bend you guys away. We're not going to be like, oh, no, you can't ask us questions. No, we are all in this together, especially if you want to be in the healthcare field. I probably know more about the T's than the test takers. <laughs> by this point I mean then the test givers <laughs> at this point because I've taken it so many times um I mean that's a joke but <laughs> um you know don't hesitate to reach out to us we're definitely here for each other we're all in this together and we're here to uplift one another that is what this podcast is for so again um you can reach me at Dear Single Mom Podcast on Facebook and Instagram um I'm just going to close us out um in prayer, Kendra. Um, okay. Thank you, Lord, for this amazing opportunity, God. Um, God, um, my prayer is that it just even even if it's one God, just one God, that it bless someone's life, that it encourage someone, that it has pushed someone, that it has changed someone's mindset to be able to continue to move forward, God. Just not for their children, but in their calling and in their purpose that you have called for them to do, God. So I pray that you just give them wisdom, mighty God, knowledge and grace and strength, mighty God, in order to move forward, God. And I just speak a special blessing over Kendra, mighty God, that you will give her the the desires of her heart, even in this season, mighty God, that may she, may this be one of the restful seasons that she's ever had, mighty God. May she get to experience you and your presence like never before during this time um, of isolation oh god give her new ideas give her new wisdom almighty god for her future businesses almighty god for her school and for her students almighty god and that you bless her bless her students oh god and i just need grace and strength over her almighty god to be able to do this out strong for herself for her daughter and for her students as well Almighty God, we bless your name and we thank you so much for this opportunity. We bless you for this connection, Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So again, thank you so much, Kendra. We really appreciate it. We were absolute. I would love to have you back to share more knowledge thank you. with us, especially oh, yeah. for the healthcare field, because I know that some women, um, actually now are a lot of more people or um well the nursing field has always been very competitive but just to come back and share your Mm -hmm. your wisdom on how to get into a nursing program just some things basic things to do we would absolutely i would love to have you back if you don't i would love to come back Mm -hmm. praise god well thank you so much (laughs) um we appreciate you 
And that's all. Until then, ladies, thank you for tuning in into another episode of Dear Single Mom. Thank you for having me. Thank you.